0: Oh, and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live in Seattle, and it is Thursday. Not Boot Camp for the Soul Tuesday, but if you're wondering about how you're doing on rewriting your story, you know, Eric and I were helping in those edits on Tuesday. Remember that, Eric?
1: Of course. <laughs> yeah. We that was s- only two days ago.
0: Only two days ago. And we got some comments about it on Facebook, so some people Excellent. really enjoyed it. And so the other the, that radio show is now up on the podcast, so if mm-hmm. you need to listen to it again, or if you didn't get to listen on how to rewrite your story... You can now listen to it, and we would, um, of course, love to have you do that. And any comments you have about it, because it's pretty a fascinating topic about how to rewrite an old story that's driving you crazy today uh, so that it doesn't bother you tomorrow kind of a thing yeah yeah <laughs> can be tough can be tough so that was tuesday and we're going to keep talking about that on boot camp for the soul on tuesdays for the rest of the year because i think it's a fantastic way to create a lot of shifting in your life but on thursdays as you know i get the joy and the pleasure of inviting guests onto the show who i believe can bring thoughts of consciousness and awareness and new ideas that may be different than mine, Um, or, you know, we all kind of say the same thing, only differently sometimes, but people that I really respect and um, have a lot of fun with. So today is astrologer Christopher Renstrom. Christopher, welcome to the show.
2: Wow. Thank you for the welcome. That's so so
0: wonderful. And thank you for calling in from Utah, where it's gorgeous today, you said.
2: It's absolutely gorgeous today in Utah.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, um, Christopher, you have a fabulous um, interactive astrology website. Um, Thank I think you. It, I think it's great. You have lots of information. I love it when you do, what planet is she on or he on, you know? <laughs> and you pick some kind of person in, in popular contemporary or history. Right. Who we would all know about in some way. And you write about why they kind of are the way they are.
2: Exactly. And and it also kind of puts the time back in timely. And um, it sort of allows people to sort of relate to other people, other in the news or, or in history, who were born under their own uh, ruling mm. planet. And I think it's a really uh, great way to sort of learn about the planets and how they act in your life.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Um, and your website is based on your book, R- Ruling Planets, which was first published by HarperCollins in 2002. Yeah. You've sold a lot of copies of that book. Um, yes. Yeah, 50,000 copies. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. And you have been a practicing astrologer since 1985 and created the horoscope column for Allure magazine. Yes. And of course, you were carried on Verizon Sprint, Altel, and conceived and developed as Astrologer for LifetimeTV.com, which is how I found you, by the way. I
2: know. Wasn't that a fortuitous connection? Uh-huh. E-
0: <laughs> excellent.
2: And I also write the uh, daily horoscope for uh, San Francisco Chronicle and their uh, internet uh, entity, SFGate.com. And I actually had the great... Great, great 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 fortune and privilege of taking over the astrology column from Jean Dixon who <gasps> was the previous person who
0: Wow the... see I, I tell everyone you're really good and it's true you're really good oh, and thank uh, you and of course you are <laughs> yeah you're it's
2: an extraordinary compliment coming from you Marie.
0: oh my goodness gracious well you know that you know large organizations who have their publications sent out to thousands if not you know a million or more people they have to have people who work, who write for them, who are really good at what they do and accurate. In your case, as an and astrologer, and you are disciplined because you write a lot for your own. Um Your own website, so you're right. You are very disciplined. You are.
2: I would imagine you have some idea of what that's like. Yes,
0: I do. I know. I was just, I was just wondering, where's your Saturn? Because I know my Saturn's in Capricorn, which means I'm a workaholic.
2: My Saturn's in Capricorn Uh too, and it's actually right at the top of my horoscope. Really? It never lets me off the hook.
0: (laughs) Well, I kind of know it. Back to
2: work right now. What are you doing? I know it's so funny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, because sometimes I'll be in the house just doing like regular. Like, I need to, like, fill the laundry that's in the family room that most of my clients don't see. And and I go, God, I'm being so lazy. And Alyssa will be right there. She goes, Marie, that's not a word I would use to describe you. You just worked all weekend. You're working all day today. You just wrote, you know. So, I, I obviously, um, we have Saturn, you know. We understand each other's Saturn. It's the
2: taskmaster. I'm always <laughs> looking at my watch saying, mm, I'm taking five minutes out to wash these dishes. I wonder if I could do them in three because I have to be back at work.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. You are a taskmaster. I <laughs> love
2: horrible. it. A, well, I was born under Saturn. It's my ruling planet. So ah.
0: really,
2: I'm very, uh, I, I like to think I have a good understanding for right. him.
0: You have a double dose of it. so Sure do. <laughs> and, and, you know, I think that if you have, you know, uh, and of course you're an astrologer. I'm not. I think I must have been in a past life because I love astrology. But... I'm not supposed to do it this time, (laughs) you know, so I always think, I don't know if it's true or not, but um, I think that when you have Saturn in Capricorn, as you do, and you're blessed to love your job,
2: yeah, I mean, wow. It it, it makes all the difference in the world, because uh, Saturn will always push you to push yourself, Um, and of course, Saturn, whenever it's placed in the chart, it begins as an Achilles' Heal to the astrological chart. It can show the areas of weakness or where you're being tested in your life, and you either throw up your hands and say, "Oh, I can't do it," or you buckle on down and you put your shoulder to the grindstone and you make yourself do it and actually show and prove to yourself that you that you can do it. So that's actually the positive side of Saturn, but it has its own struggles involved with it.
0: Yeah, and so whenever we watch the planet move into a different sign, like right now Saturn's in Libra. I believe. Exactly. Right? And so it's a lot about partnerships and relationships and communication.
2: Well, Saturn is the planet that will test. So what it's doing is, <laughs> is thats is that it is testing in the area of Libra. So it's testing partnerships, relationship, marriage. <gasps> um, it's fascinating uh, to sort of see, I don't know whether you uh, heard about that unfortunate uh, teenage boy who took his life the other day. No, I did um, not. It's uh, he had done uh, he there's this uh, rash of gay suicides that are mm-hmm. taking place with, with teenagers, which is part of the sort of bullying that goes on. And it's not just exclusive to gay teenagers it also happens to girls and and whatever in school. And so the fact that this is starting to get more exposure and that people are are saying, you know what? Um, we have to change the way that, you know, it's not bullying anymore. This is becoming something really horrendous. This is actually one of the things that's being governed by Saturn in Libra right now, whether it's bullying just with peer group or, or things that are going on in relationships, the way what defines a marriage or a partnership, this is all falling under the auspices of Saturn right now as as it is kind of re-scripting the rules or the laws which are going to sort of govern civil behavior. And anything dealing with the way that you treat another person civilly will be, always be ruled by Venus and it will always be ruled by Libra. Wow.
0: I, I didn't know that. I mean, that's pretty fascinating. Yeah. Um, yeah, my my closest girlfriends are Libras, by the way, and you know I have to go out and buy really fun birthday presents pretty soon because they're all about to have their birthday. Um, but it's funny because one of them got married um, in the last year and a half. And another one partnered in the last year and a half. So it's just fascinating to watch that part of their lives shift and change.
2: Well, there's kind of a musical chairs element that's going on right now, particularly with Libras and partnering. Um, You know, it's kind of like, okay, the music's been turned off, run for the chair. So there's kind of this rush to partner and to commit, which is really, really strong
0: right now. Oh, that's so funny. So before you came live on the air, uh, we were talking about cardinal signs and the equinox.
2: Yeah, that, that that equinox and cardinal sign thing again. Uh, the no, the the message that I wanted to yeah. uh, send out to Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn everywhere is that you're not going crazy. Um, that you may be experiencing in the last two weeks yeah. a lot of. Tumult and upset and change. Yeah, it will continue for another week. And what's happening is that if you're a cardinal sign, that means you were born under a zodiac sign that's connected to a solstice or an equinox. Mm. Uh, the spring equinox is Aries, the summer solstice is Cancer, the autumnal equinox, which we celebrate tomorrow, is Libra, and the winter solstice is Capricorn. Oh. So if you were born under one of those four signs uh, because of the uh, the uh, Pluto and Uranus square, which is going on right now, that gets triggered every two weeks before uh, we we. we switch seasons we change seasons under a cardinal sign we go from for instance summer to fall you know tomorrow and we change seasons under that so whenever you have this kind of planetary configuration there's literally a change of season that takes place and so if you're born under Aries Cancer, Libra, Capricorn and you feel like oh my goodness what is going on upstairs you're not crazy just you know, uh, uh, weather the storm, you've got about maybe a week to 10 more days to go and then things will rebalance, uh, in your
0: life. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I had a pretty crazy couple of weeks, but things have calmed down. Yeah. I would say the last two days. Yeah. Um, but now you're telling me I got another week to 10 days to go. So
2: yeah, but yeah. I don't think it's going to be as hard as on you as it may be challenging more for like perhaps a Libra.
0: Okay. I'll keep the phone lines open for my Libra girlfriends then. <laughs> so just really? in case. So are you ready to answer some callers questions? Cause you sure. know, we got the phone lines full, <laughs> which is <laughs> always lovely, of course. Okay, great. So Eric, who do we have on the line?
1: Well, we've got Carrie on the line right now, and her date of birth, by the way, uh, since we did get a chance to give these to Christopher yeah, before yes, the show, yes. uh, is six two 72, and she was born in Seattle. Okay, so it's June
2: 2nd, 1972? That's right. Okay, and what would the question be? I don't know. We'll let's,
3: find let's out. Let's bring Carrie yeah. on, and
1: she can ask her question. Okay.
3: Yeah. Um, just kind of life purpose question. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Carrie, make it easy for me, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> A life purpose
2: question. Well, this is what I can tell you. Uh, it looks like you were born under the astrological sign of Gemini, and that uh, what's going on for Geminis and Sagittarians everywhere right now is that those two signs are being hit by the eclipse cycle, which began last December and it continues for two years. Um, So what that means is that for every six months, December, June, June, December, December, June, June, December, over the next two years, there's going to be a change in the course or direction of your life, Um, uh, whether you're choosing it or, or, or not choosing it. But what's happening is that there's a rectification, that's what eclipses are about in astrology, they rectify the course or the path that you're on, and it's going to be asking you if you're on iffy ground or solid ground. If you're on iffy ground, then you will see things collapse and you act accordingly. And if it's more about solid ground, it's more building on what you already have in motion. Uh, What I can tell you from what I'm taking a look at here is that It may feel a lot like these changes are being forced upon you, Um, but what's really wonderful about being born under Gemini, and what's even more terrific about being born under Mercury, the ruling planet of Gemini, is you're like a cat. You will always land on your feet. So if there was ever an escape artist of the Zodiac Mm -hmm. or anyone who can improvise on the spot, it's someone born under Gemini. So actually you can work with these challenges to create opportunities that you might not have recognized otherwise before. For.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah, okay. It's like being a shapeshifter. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: thank you so
2: much. Thank you for calling in.
0: Thank, Yeah, thank you so much for calling in, Carrie. And Christopher, we love having you on the show. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Mania Cherry Show, and we'll be right back with astrologer Christopher Renstrom.
1: Join Marie on October 20th for her Thursday evening class, Stepping into Consciousness. This two-hour-long seminar will teach you how to positively live in this reality. Come interact with like-minded people, and you may even receive a mini-reading. Stepping into Consciousness will be held from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center, Marriott. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. That's 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and visit Deborah's website at DeborahSilvermanAstrology.com. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom inside and a dash of humor The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr Sheila Dunmerit to produce 4 DVDs that include detoxification heart health brain health and hormones The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425 825 5671 Lewis and Clark would be proud. We're exploring new territory on the air every day right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM.
0: Back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. You can also listen to us live on the internet at energyintuitive.com or people can go directly to KKNW's website, which is that address, Eric.
1: 1150. KKNW.com.
0: Lovely. And then you can go back to my website and listen to the podcast if you want to. All the shows have been archived. And we're moving into our fourth year of being live here on KKNW twice a week between noon and one. It's been a wonderful pleasure. And, of course, we've had the opportunity to meet so many people around the country and some across the pond and other areas of the world. And we just thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for listening and participating and and being part of this radio family. Thank you so much. So who do we have on the line um, now, Eric?
1: Well, we've got uh, Joy on the line calling from Seattle. And uh, I already gave Christopher her date of birth. So let's just go ahead and bring Joy on. Hi, Joy.
3: Hello. How exciting. I'm glad I'm (laughs) on. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Me too. And what I'm would you second. like to ask about? I'm your second. I'm yeah. Second. Good job. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a question
3: just on my health lately. It's been kind of a challenge. Uh-huh. So it's like, what's up with that? Okay.
2: Well, um, I'm taking a look at uh, at your uh, lineup of planets here. Um, I do have to say right off the bat, I have like absolutely no medical knowledge whatsoever. So all <laughs> I can do is, is take a look at the planets here and, and, and maybe uh, make sort of some sort of sense of things. Uh, what I do see is that uh, it looks like you were born under Scorpio and that you have a moon in Virgo. And um, that when you're under those uh, different planetary influences, the tendency tends to go down into the core of your body so in other words uh, that can be issues having to do with uh, maybe the lower stomach or digestion or maybe even you know like the the pelvic region um, of the body so I don't know if that makes any sort of sense for you or not but there can be um, storing up of stresses and and anxieties in those areas They become kind of almost like vulnerable uh, areas uh, uh, for you Um, and and that might be uh, where you're vulnerable the other uh, area where you may be uh, vulnerable nowadays, uh, may have to do with the head and or the vital spirits. Uh, in other words, you might be um, experiencing a drop uh, in your in your energies these days where it's very hard for you uh, perhaps to focus or to concentrate. So those would be sort of the two, you know, general speculations that I would give. I don't know if any of that fits with you or not. Um, no, well, not
3: really, but I guess... Because I feel like I'm going through this shift, and what's occurring is um, my back's reacting. Okay. So, you know, the shift is life—total life changes. Uh huh. And okay,
2: Okay, so you feel like you're collecting the stress in in, in your spine or or back area?
3: Yeah, it just kind of like you know went out on me, (laughs) and so I'm I'm like not able to really do anything. And I already know what Marie's thinking.
0: Oh, good! I'm so glad. (laughs)
3: Okay. Well, she wants me to do nothing and just focus on my second chakra, which I have been doing, thank you, Marie, and I've been rewriting my story.
2: <laughs> well, that all sounds good. Um, when I hear a question about some a particular part of the body, mm-hmm. then I can reference the planet that would be involved in that. And the planet that would be involved in that would be Saturn. Saturn rules over the spinal cord and it rules over the back. Um, and so you know again if you are experiencing stress in that part of your body um, then yeah that has to do with, with carrying obviously you know too much um, that's going on right now and so your body is signaling to you you know that you're that you're hitting a wall and that uh, you need, be, need to be doing something to relieve to uh, relieve that stress or to literally back away mm-hmm. uh, from something that you may on. Um, and that maybe right now isn't the best time to take it on.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Great. That Beautiful. Great. Yeah. Keep resting. I, you know, I think that sometimes, um, especially when we're doing things that we really don't want to do when they don't make us happy and we actually know what we want to do, but we're too afraid or we're just unwilling to put our energy down there because, uh, in the direction that we want it to go because of fear of things not working out or expectations. Um, that we are afraid we're not going to meet. And so you're kind of in this interesting place where the universe is going, you know what you want to do, please do it, and until you stop doing the things you don't want to do, you need to rest so that you can collect the energy (laughs) to go do what you want to do. So, uh, you know, just become good friends with the couch until you finally surrender. You know? (laughs) Yeah, I, I am now. Good. I think it's great. It's, you know, some of us are stubborn people, I'm, and I, I can relate to that. I have a sneaky suspicion Christopher can, too. And sometimes the universe just smacks us up alongside of the head and goes, come on, come on.
2: Well, one of the things that you begin to appreciate is that there's a difference between uh, working hard and working hard at working hard. And that... Um, <laughs> You know, and <laughs> and so what these sorts of things can teach is actually how to economize efforts. You know, sometimes we think because we're working so hard or putting in such stress or strenuous effort that this is a good thing. Well, it can give the sensation of get it getting something done, but it doesn't necessarily promise that you're getting something done. And if you take out your your tools or your equipment, like your body, then you know. what's the point of that? So the body will warn us. I mean, Marie knows this. The body will warn us when we're, you know, pushing the limits too much. And it's kind of what the body's there for. It's it's kind of you know, creates its own conscious conscience, you know, and says, you know, you need to back away from something like this and, and relax. The mind might be willing, but the body might say, mm. right? <laughs> I think we need to rethink that approach. <laughs>
0: that was beautifully well said. Yeah. Thank you so much, Joy, yes. for calling thank in. You. And I'll be thinking about you on the couch. Okay. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> <I think> so, <laughs> fine. so, who do we have now, Eric?
1: Now, let's talk to Linda from Seattle. Hello.
0: Hi, Linda. Hi. Hi. So you're here to talk to Christopher? Yeah, yeah. Um I'm just
3: feeling some stuckness right now and I know that um I need to move through it and sort of wrap up some things, let some things go, and I'm just not doing it. Um so wondering if there's anything astrologically that <laughs> might be there <laughs> that, that can help.
2: That could that could help you go ahead and like a and kick in the
3: kick in the rear end or something.
2: No, the thing is, it looks like you were born under the astrological sign of cancer. Yes. Okay. Um, The thing is, whenever cancers feel threatened by something or that they have to make a change, uh, the tendency is really to back away from it. Okay. It's it's not a sign that will go rushing forward and, and or, or, you know, like, take a bungee jump off of, you know, the side of the building or anything like that. There really is a careful quality and that's because cancer is very much about self-preservation. Uh, ruled by the moon, it's connected to hearth and home and roots in the past. And so the idea is really that, you know, it, it, you know that tradition and ritual is very important And it also goes along with that maxim, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So cancers are very uh, sensitive to, you know, maybe there's something about this that was working and I don't want to put that at risk and I don't want to break it, I don't want to, you know, mess this up, that sort of thing. Uh, This often gets translated as being perhaps too shy or too timid or or too whatever, and mm, not really. What it is is that cancers like to hedge their bets um, and they want to make sure that when they approach something that it's safe and secure to approach. Now, if you look at a crab, or if you've ever seen a crab in action, which is your Zodiac namesake, Uh crabs don't approach anything directly, okay? Mm. They approach things in one wide, long circle, okay? (laughs) And Cancer is indeed ruled by the moon, and moon is named after Diana, and she's the goddess of the hunt. So the idea of laying in wait, or approaching something indirectly, or you know, gradually making your way to what it is that you want to do, that's instinctual, that's natural, and that is your perfect way of approaching things, okay? So I don't think that you're born under an astrological sign that's going to respond very well to get up and go or get motivated or, (laughs) or, you know, we're going to throw you off the, you know, no, you don't do that. (laughs) That's not the way you approach things. So the thing is, what I would ask you is, are you feeling stuck or are you incubating? You know, are you sitting on something and really considering what your next, not move, series of moves will be, okay? Because you are born under a cardinal sign, which means that you will direct your movement. You will move when the time is right. But I think it's going to be more along the lines of when you feel like the time is right. For water signs, a lot of times when the time is right is when a situation has become uncomfortable. Okay. There are certain signs that can like do a to-do list or they can make up motivations or they can, you know, take a gamble. But with water signs, the water signs are cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. It has to feel right. That emotional climate which is connected to water think of a bathtub full of water it's really okay. comfortable okay but it's when the water gets too cool or uncomfortable perhaps too hot when you know the water sign finally moves and finally acts you may not be at that point yet where you feel like doing that and if that's the case then that's all right. I mean, we live in a society of to-do lists, of, of Twitter, a society that says, get this done now. You have only X amount of minutes. Or, you know, sort of thing. And that's not really the way that water signs operate. You're born under the moon. Everything needs to be cyclical. So you really need to be acting on what you feel is like your own time. And I think that that's going to be much more of an emotional and a physical choice for you rather than something that's going to be connected to an itinerary or something that you feel like you have to make yourself do.
0: Does that feel better, Linda, knowing that? Yes, that absolutely reinforces how I've always lived my life.
3: (laughs) But there are times when You know, other people are saying, well, you need to do it this way or why aren't you moving forward this way? And it's like, well... I will when I'm ready, and right. then I get tired of hearing myself say that, and it's like, okay, is there something else I'm, like, avoiding or not doing? Or... No, be, be affirmative of the way that you process
2: things, because we live in a society, we talk about cable cycles on 24-7, you know. We live in a society where you have to be alert, you have to know, you have to act, you have to do this, you have to whatever. And, how, again, it kind of references earlier what Marie and I were talking about. How much are you really getting done? You know, I mean, there can be a lot of noise about things needing to get done and getting done, but how much of it is really getting done, you know? And, and we live in a society that kind of makes you feel guilty if you reflect on something or if you sit with something mm-hmm. or if you take your time. And in some ways, you know, I mean, I love our multimedia culture. You know, there's so much to praise about it. But in other ways, it kind of creates a false time, which isn't real time. You know, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily each person's own personal time. Something that I do with astrology, something that I do with rulingplanets.com is that I emphasize the personal time, the personal clock, the personal calendar. You know, and you're born under a beautiful planet that does things in cycles. Okay, so the thing is, trust in those cycles, and they're going to take you unerringly to where you want to go. But where you want to go isn't going to be a single objective, it's the moon, it's Cancer be holistic it's going to so be the entire
3: procrastination <laughs> no no
2: the, 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 and it gets labeled that i'm sure but it's really you soaking
0: in it that's what it is sounds lovely okay all right great thank you thanks a lot linda for calling in Bye. Bye -bye. Bye Bye-bye.
1: Was that a subliminal advertisement for palm olive,
0: by the way? You're you're soaking soaking in it. it. (laughs) No, and I think that's incredibly helpful. You know, I'm sure it's fascinating how each person or each groups of certain signs, you know, of the different elements, how they process and analyze and what works best for them and how they move forward in their own life.
2: Absolutely. well, there's there's at the very least twelve different
0: wives, wow. yeah, fascinating, fascinating. Right. Um, who else do we have now, Erica? We've got Danielle in Renton on the line. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Marie. Hi, Christopher. Hi, Danielle. How are you doing today?
3: i'm I'm fine. Thank you. you know That's what,
0: Christopher? Good. I bet you Danielle is gorgeous because she's from Brazil. Oh, Brazilian okay. women are just like, oh thank stunning, you, yeah.
2: <laughs> they just dominate.
0: Yeah, they do. Their beauty dominates. I agree completely. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm making her blush on uh, radio. Right,
2: even yeah. though we can't see it.
0: No. <laughs>
3: yeah. So Danielle, so Danielle what oh, would you ahead.
2: like to ask about?
3: Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I would like uh, uh, to know about my uh, career or kind of purpose or something. It's kind of mm-hmm. uh, or when is gonna. Change something
2: for me. Right. Where are you going with it, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, you've had a couple of interesting things take place. Um, first of all, you're. it looks like you're a Pisces. Am I right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. You're a Pisces, which means you're one of three zodiac signs that has two ruling planets. Uh, most of the signs have one. Yours is one of the few that has two. Your two ruling planets are Jupiter and Neptune. Mm -hmm. Now, you were born with your Jupiter at 23 degrees Aries. That sounds like a lot of gobbledygook. But what's important for that to me as an astrologer is to know that, and Marie can attest for this, Mm -hmm. there was a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade lineup of planets in Aries just recently. Uh, It bridged from late March to April to May, and we had about six planets moving through that astrological sign. What that would have done is that that would have given you, Danielle, a feeling that you needed to be out out and going, out and doing, making a new start or a new change in your life. And the planetary energy would have pushed you to do that. Now, whether you did it or not, that's another question, but you definitely would have been getting the push to go ahead and do that. Okay, that's one idea. Mm -hmm. The second idea is this. Uh, Around that time, in late May, um, Neptune, which is your other ruling planet, returned. That means came back to the place in the sky. Okay came into its zodiac sign Pisces. Now, the last time that Neptune has been in Pisces was 156 years ago. I mean, think about that. 156 years ago was the last time the ruling planet was in its own sign. This is an extraordinary time for people who are born under Pisces, particularly for people who are born in the first 10 days of Pisces. To have your ruling planet back in your sign, I feel like it's. I, I'm absolutely on, on the right path. And you will be making whatever changes you need to be make, making to work in accordance with that vision, with that idea that you're going to have. So it's going to crystallize. It's going to be absolutely manifest in late January February of next year. But right now, there probably is some ambivalence, some mixed feelings. You're not quite sure what you want to do without. Uh, you're not quite sure... You know, if you've got the capability of grasping or reaching for something, and that's fine, because that's all the preparation work. It's just like acting. That's your rehearsal. You know, so this is the period of time when you get to rehearse your life script. But by the time we get to late January, February of next year, you're going to have that script in hand. Actually, I would go further. I'm going to bet that you'll have those lines memorized, and you'll be ready to make your entrance.
0: Wow. I mean, that's really cool, don't you think, Danielle? That's cool. I mean, this is a few months from now. I mean, it's going to be Christmas before you know it for all those uh, happy holiday shoppers. It's coming up pretty quick. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for calling in. Oh, thank
3: you guys so much. Take care, Danielle. Thanks, Christopher.
0: So truly, Neptune has been out of Pisces for 150 years.
2: 156. In (gasps) fact, Neptune celebrated its first birthday, I think, July 15th. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, it's taken, see, we live in a solar calendar, so we're used to the sun going through all 12 signs, you Uh know, a sign equals a month. Uh, The sun will go through all 12 signs in one year, so that's a solar year. Right. Neptune it has taken 156 years to go through all 12 signs.
0: Uh, oh my god, I just think that's cr- how long is it going to stay? And the- it
2: stays for 13.
0: Oh my gosh. And then it's going to be out again for 150 whatever years?
2: Uh yeah. <gasps> oh. <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> my gosh.
2: So, as all the Pisces are now, like, rushing forward, like, I'm going make those changes. Oh, I mean, my th- thankfully gosh. Thankfully, they have 13 years to do it. But, yeah, it's, Neptune celebrated its first birthday, July huh. 15th. In other words, it was discovered 156
0: years ago. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I love that. You are, you are just a wealth of information, and I love your stories. They're wonderful. We are live here with Christopher Renstrom on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. <music>
1: you curious about the other side or afterlife experiences? You may not remember living in this alternate realm, but it is your true home. Marie has worked with thousands of clients providing closure and healing for those living here on Earth and those now living on the other side. Join Marie at her other side workshop Saturday, October 8th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott from 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Manson Mitchell welcomes evolutionary philosopher Brian Swim on Saturday as we discuss his views of the unfolding universe and the magnificence of life. Next, Alicia Michelle, the astro babe, is in the house with her very popular astrological readings. Then investigative journalist Leslie Kane talks about her new book, UFOs, Generals, Pilots, and Government Officials go on the record. Wow, that's Manson Mitchell in the morning at 10, followed by the Gary Mance Show at 11 Pacific. Manson Mitchell welcomes evolutionary philosopher Brian Swim on Saturday as we discuss his views of the unfolding universe and the magnificence of life. Next, Alicia Michelle, the astro babe, is in the house with her very popular astrological readings. Then, investigative journalist Leslie Kane talks about her new book, UFOs, generals, pilots, and government officials go on the record. Wow, that's Manson Mitchell in the morning at 10, followed by the Gary Mance Show at 11 Pacific. Forget their space and come check out our space on the web, 1150kknw.com, and find out about Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
0: Welcome back to the Marie Magno Cherry Show. It's Thursday, so I get to interview someone fabulous out in the world. And today it's Christopher Renstrom. He is an astrologer. He lives in Utah. But people can actually go to rulingplanets.com and find out all kinds of information about you and subscribe to your website. And they can get really great updates and... Um, well, you probably can describe it better than me. What happens when they go to your website and they subscribe?
2: Well, it's only a $1.99 rollover subscription a month or $22 for the year. Uh, so you never have to think about it again. And what you can do is that you learn about your ruling planet. Uh, so you learn about what it's like to be born under that ruling planet but because planets are always in motion you learn about where it is in the sky now and what's going on with that you get in addition to your uh, subscription cosmic alert which is updates on what's going on upstairs in the sky vis-a-vis you and uh, you also get access to ask the astrologer which is basically dear Abby meets astrology and it's (laughs) one question a month but it gets answered right to you and sent right to your mailbox
0: amazing absolutely amazing Yeah, I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's really great.
3: Oh,
2: thank you so
0: much. You're welcome. Subscriber. Yeah, I am a subscriber. That is absolutely true. Marie is a subscriber,
3: yes.
2: you,
0: You know what I think, what I find fascinating, too, about the way you describe astrology is that, yeah, I knew that Mars was my ruling planet, but I had no idea that my ruling planet was in Cancer. Right. You know, and so when you explain that to me, it's like a whole different perspective for me. It's like, it's well, very it fascinating. Picks up, it
2: picks up the tones. I mean, uh, when you, uh, you're, and and everyone's like, you know, well, if you're born in the same day, or do you have the same, and no, you don't, because the planet, like the hand of a clock is always in motion. And right. so Mars in Cancer picks up all the lunar qualities, uh, which would make it very different than if Mars were in Aries, which would make it Mars and very Mars, mm. you know. So, so you get these very different tones tones. tones, these planetary tones, uh, based on where your ruling planet is in the sky.
0: Yeah, and and the other fascinating thing, too, is like, I love home, and I love to make my home beautiful, and, and I'm like, wow, that doesn't really fit. You know, my astrology, if I were to look at all of it, but it does because of the ruling planet. Because
2: of the ruling planet, right? Because yeah. cancer is connected to mom, hearth, and home. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And so those are going to be cardinal values for you.
0: I even work in my home. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Know, I never leave it. I'm always there. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm folding socks when I'm not.
0: <laughs> it's true. I actually do. I fold laundry and chase cats and wash dishes in between clients. It's absolutely true.
2: <laughs> Marie's private life. Yeah. Seriously. Behind the scenes. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> so, Eric, who do we have next?
1: Well, now we're going to talk to Lori calling from Los Angeles.
0: Hi there. Hi Lori. Hi, Lori. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to be talking
3: to both of you. <laughs> Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I am calling um, for basically, uh, just basically a general reading, but, um, or, you know, a general whatever it is you can offer me. <laughs> okay. But also, you know, um, my husband started a business, and I'm pretty stable in my job, but, Finances are just not great.
2: (laughs) Not doing it for you right now. Uh, Yeah.
3: And I'm just wondering when, if hopefully that's going to change. (laughs) For the better? <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: the the thing is, it will change after Jupiter comes out of retrograde uh, and passes over at shadow point. Ooh, that's a lot mm-hmm. of astro gobbledygook. What does that all mean? Um, okay. The thing is, here I see that you're in Aries and you're born and, uh you're born under Aries and your ruling planet is Mars, and Mars was situated in Virgo. Okay. So hard work and, 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 and working hard, those things are gonna be very important to you. Um, and uh and to have Mars and Virgo is very industrious and that's a very good thing. Uh, so you look like you're actually doing well. You might not have been doing well a few, a uh, couple of years ago, but right now it looks like you're doing pretty okay, and you're back on solid ground. Your husband uh, brings up some other things in the chart that I'm not going to narrate because it would just be too tedious to me to reference all the points, but what it gets down to is Jupiter and Taurus. Jupiter and Taurus is actually uh, a very good thing. It's a benevolent planet. It's a protective planet, but in your horoscope, it appears in the degrees of Taurus rather than the earlier degrees of Taurus. Jupiter just entered Taurus June 4th of this year, and that's good news for everyone born into Taurus in the first 10 days. Um, but right now, Jupiter is retrograde. So whatever forward movement was going on business-wise got halted uh, probably in about August and um, is either stalled or might be maybe perhaps might be in a slight reverse not a deep reverse but a slight reverse that energy will turn around again on December 25th that's an easy day to remember it's Christmas when Jupiter comes out of retrograde but Jupiter will emerge from what we call its shadow period in the February March of next year what that means in its translation is that from March to uh, July of 2012 should be a very positive time for you and your husband business wise that a sense of having the solid ground back underneath your feet again, and like you're you're uh, really moving forward with things, and that you can sort of, you know, look at your bank account and not wince first thing in the morning.
3: <laughs> are you in my Are you in my house? <laughs> so funny.
2: The dogs in the other
3: room. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's funny.
2: <laughs> yeah. Wow. So there's a lot of stuff for you to look forward to. The other thing that you can also rely on because your ruling planet is in an Earth sign Mm -hmm. is automatically what happens is that the Earth months of the year become strong points for you. All right. And this is the way that you can gauge it. When you know where your ruling planet is, you can gauge your strong periods of the year. What's it mean an Earth month? Well, that would be whatever time of year that the sun is traveling through an Earth sign. Mm-hmm. So when the Sun is in Virgo, uh, which I think is roughly August 23 to September 23, or and when the Sun is in Capricorn, which is December 21 to about January 19, and when the Sun is in Taurus, which would be uh, about, let's see, April 20 to May 20, these are the Earth sign months, and so they create a trigon or a triangle in the year. Imagine a circle, 12 signs, and these connect to these three Earth signs connect to create a triangle, a trigon in 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 the year, and these become times of prosperity and protection for you uh, because you were born with your ruling planet Mars in Virgo. Hopefully, that made some kind of sense.
3: Yeah, but, um, <laughs> um, um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, c- kind of. I mean, I want to look some of this stuff up. I want to go to your website and look. Okay, some great. Stuff up, so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that but all you have to remember is the Earth months are good months for you. Either you will <laughs> prosper. And if you don't, you will at least be protected. So, you know, there's that sense that, um, you know, at least if you're getting hit with something, it's not going to be bad. It's (laughs) not going (laughs) to be horrible.
0: And and you'll have lots of money for Christmas, so congratulations. Yes, see, and you (laughs) can help out the economy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) excellent. Go shopping. Yay. That's
3: terrific. (laughs) Thank you so
0: much for calling in, Lori. Thank you. I appreciate your help. Have a great day in L.A. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: All right, now we got Carol on the line calling from Seattle.
3: Hi, Carol. Hi, um, Hi, welcome back, Eric. And hello, Marie. Hello, Christopher. Thank you. Hi, um, Carol, how are you, are you today? Oh, good. I'm great. Thank you. I'm, I'm actually calling about my son. Okay. His birthday is 11 24 82. He was oh. born in Boise, Idaho, if that counts. And I want to know when I'm going to have grandchildren. <laughs> 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 that's a bit of an agenda.
2: Just, l-
0: I have never heard. A, you know that. I mean, that's a great question. I'm sure after a while, if if one of my kids doesn't pop out some kids, you know, at the appropriate time, which is not now, I, I might be asking the same question. But you're very creative. I think that's well, lovely. actually,
3: I'm really more concerned with if he going to find a nice girl and, and have love in his life. Um, uh, his grandchildren is just crazy, you know what I mean? But, so you're going uh, for the end run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay,
2: so uh, so uh, so I imagine from what you're saying, he's currently single and uh, yeah. not, not seeing someone.
3: Yes, that's right. Um, he's had his heart broken a couple times, and I know he'd like to find someone, and I don't really know what to advise him sometimes, so I thought maybe if I looked at it in a different way, sort of the way the stars, that it might... Guy, sure. to say things that are helpful, or, you know, the few times that he actually asks me for advice, <laughs> which is hardly ever <laughs> what he solicits,
2: what he does asking. Okay, well, this is what I can tell you. Uh, he's a Sagittarius with ruling planet Jupiter and Scorpio. Um, that has a tendency to be uh, more of a late bloomer when it comes into uh, forming relationships and starting oh my a family. God. Ah!
3: He's been a late in everything. His whole life, you are so right on. Well, the big concern
2: here is actually money. And, and as long as his financial situation has been uh, dubious or he hasn't really been clear on what, you know, is going to make him feel financially secure and stable, the love family stuff is going to be on the back burner. Mm. Um, he just came out of... Uh, a, a big life switch period. I would imagine uh, it went from uh, maybe 08 to about 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, there should have been a, a, an enormous shift or a change in his yeah. life. Um, and so he's he's just starting right now to get a solid sense of his footing again. Now he falls, he's a Sagittarius, so like Gemini, that falls under the two-year eclipse cycle. So I'm going to tell you that two years from December 21st, uh, 2010, I thoroughly expect your son to be in a relationship. Oh. Uh, He's going to be having Saturn uh, go over that Jupiter in Scorpio. Uh, Saturn enters October 5th, 2012, so we're talking about 2013. Uh, Anytime October 2013, and what did I say, two years? Okay, right. October 2013 to, oh, let's give it to October 2014, I would expect a kid.
0: Oh, my oh, gosh. Wow. Okay, and we want to be ridiculous. we want to be kept posted on this, you know? Yeah, you better
2: write <laughs> down those dates. Yeah, Definitely.
0: B- because we're going to send little pink or blue booties or whatever, you know, uh, <laughs> yellow, if, if that's what you would prefer. But oh, that's exciting, Christopher. That's How great. Wonderful. Oh,
3: thank you so much. You're really right on about his um, big shift, and he's really just starting to get into a career path. And so it makes sense. Yeah,
2: well, it's, it's very important for Sagittarians to be, li- to be living a higher purpose-driven life. They have to really believe in what it is they're doing. And once they have that worked out, then everything else clicks into place super-duper fast.
3: All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. You're very. welcome. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Okay, that was really funny, you know, and sneaky and also really great information all at the same time.
2: Well, what do you want? Carol's a Scorpio.
0: Oh, of course. (laughs)
2: very under the radar. Of
0: course. I just love it. Yeah, so she's going to be like um, maybe, you know, she might be actually, you know, uh, helping to plan some, chance meetings perhaps you know during certain particular time periods in her husband not her husband's but her son's uh upcoming year she might be scoping she's gonna,
2: out she's gonna be screening dates yeah, she
0: is She'll maybe she'll be up on match.com checking out girls and trying to get her son to get online or something i thought pretty fun i love that so christopher you have a class coming up i noticed that on your website yes i do okay so when is that
2: the, it's it's uh, it's this weekend in Salt Lake City, wow. and if you're uh, tuning in from Salt Lake City, there's still room uh, to uh, sign up or people up for can the fly. Planet.
0: They can fly in.
2: You could always fly on in. And this one is on the planets. And uh, it's not only on how to work with the planets, because we're all born with ten planets in the chart. Our most important planet is the ruling planet, but there's still nine others in the Congress. <laughs> uh, it, it's not only on them and how they w- work in the chart, but it also is a class devoted to their lore and their history. How did they become associated with these ideas? Um, so it's not just that you're you know, going to be saying, oh, this planet's this or that that, uh, I show woodcuts and art and popular art form and commercials and things like that to really show how the planets are speaking through us through the centuries and even in contemporary figures.
0: Wow. And you know, I'm, I'm really pushing for you to come to Seattle and teach a class, so I'm hoping that that eventually works out because i would just Me love too. to have you that come would here be
2: such a pleasure yeah it'd be great such a
0: pleasure. and we can finally meet in person too
2: i know that would be the best part
0: i know so can you do like one speed reading uh because we do have a couple more callers on the line but i, I know we can't get to the last two but maybe we can do a quick speed on um on one of them okay great okay who do we have eric
1: let's talk to colleen in seattle
0: Hi. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> and we have I, four was, minutes. Yeah, we have four minutes, so, you know, whatever okay. works in four minutes.
3: <laughs> well, I, to, I started a business a couple of years ago, and so right now it's got kind of through a lot of transitions the transition last year with a new partner on board and a lot of good things, so I'm just really wondering where that's going.
2: Okay, where your business is going. And, and Colleen, I think you just mentioned when it was formed. When it was it formed again? Uh, uh,
3: 2009.
2: 2009 was when your business was formed. And your question again, exactly?
3: If, you know, I, as far as success going forward, and we've made a lot of great uh, transitions uh, towards that, but are we going the right direction? Okay. It's interesting. I uh,
2: It's, it's two-part. First of all, you need to complete the direction that you're going in, okay? But then around the period of time of uh, when Saturn... Uh, Turns retrograde. Uh, I've got two dates here for you. When Saturn turns retrograde on February 7th of 2012 will be a reversal. And then when Saturn emerges from its shadow period on October 1st, 2012, you will actually head in a very different direction. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there are two directional changes that are slated for you. Uh, The first one will be February 7th of 2012, but then the more radical, perhaps even dramatic one, will be on October 1st of 2012. Now, that sounds kind of funky, but let me just sort of explain it real fast. Changes of direction does not necessarily uh, make invalid, invalid what it is that you've done. It's very clear that you have to complete... This, this direction or this path or this course because that's going to get you to the point where then you can be like, oh, this is what we need to do. So I hope that makes some kind of sense for you. You actually have, you're on the right path in that you need to complete these actions, but these actions aren't going to take you to the one place that you need to be. There's going to be two turning points. And those are the dates that I hope that you wrote down. Um, and they may throw your plans out of whack, but they're right. They're the right turning points. And when you reach those po- points, just like, uh, one of those, uh, uh, go find searches that children show up at your door and whatever, you know, it, it, it's a scavenger hunt. It's, it's like a scavenger hunt. When you hit those two dates, you will see the next clue or prize that you need to go after. And by the time we pass October, you will be set. Oh, wonderful.
0: All right, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Colleen. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Christopher, for being on the show. You are just a gem. We love having you. And again, I hope you come to Seattle and uh, teach a class. So, you know, we'll we'll be working on that and see what we can do to get Christopher here because that would be lovely. It would be terrific. It would be wonderful. So thank you so much. Have a beautiful, gorgeous day in Utah. And um, people can talk to us on Facebook because we both hang out there.
2: Right. Yeah. We're easy
0: to find. We are. We are. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. You do too, Marie. bye -bye. Bye -bye. Bye Bye-bye. And thank you, everybody else, for listening to the show, calling in and getting a reading from Christopher and asking your sometimes personal questions on the air. We always appreciate that. And just know that you're helping so many other people who are kind of on the fence about calling in. So have a beautiful day. Joyful blessings until Tuesday. Bye-bye.